We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. We're here. Welcome everybody, this is an emergency edition of the Corner Podcast, I am Kel Dansby. It's Andreas Hill, shit. And the people demanded the podcast, so we had to bring it to you. The king has left the building. Conor McGregor is out of here. Lost by rear naked choke in the second round to Nate Diaz. He just didn't look good. He, He didn't look like the same Conor. But we also have to say, Bisha Tate has also choked out, choked out Holly Holm in the oh, fifth round. To Misha. Hey, but it's just as important. All the money has left the building. Oh, in- by the way, we're in the media room at UFC 196. This is like 15 minutes after both of these fights just happened. And so you'll hear them like testing the microphones on the stage for the press conference. But we had to get this up right away. Yeah, I mean, I'm still in shock. Um, Everybody got choked. Gander White's choking right now, trying to figure out what he's going to do for <laughs> UFC 200. Lorenzo got him in the in the rear naked right now. Uh, Holly became <laughs> became close to Buster Douglas, and uh, Conor McGregor became Adrian Broner tonight. Oh man, Broner status already? He moved up in weight, fought, bit off more than he can chew, and, and lost. That's true. He jumped 25 pounds though. 25 pounds makes a difference. I, I tweeted, you know, he hit Diaz with about three left hands, that would have floored anyone at 145 pounds. Yeah. Diaz ate them, wobbled a little bit, composed himself, saved his energy. Connor was gassed after that first round. He gave it all in that first round. Diaz's face showed it. Yes, like, it He was all busted up, and I was like, okay, great round for Connor. He gave everything he had. He reversed the ground, um, the takedown from Diaz. It looked amazing. Came out in a second, and he looked like Chad Mendes. He was And flat. his Mendes fight where his chest and his stomach were just going in and out in and out he had no more gas and he said so uh after the fight he said he didn't conserve his energy diaz did he was smart 
And that's the difference. Connor barely made 168. He's eating steak the whole time, two breakfasts. That makes you heavy. It makes you healthy, but it makes you heavy. So fighting smaller guys and being smaller and lighter fits Connor. It makes his punching power that much better. And that was the key. That's what you said. Can his power translate? It and didn't. It didn't at all. I mean, and Diaz is a, like I said, Diaz has a hell of a chin. And I thought Connor would be able to get him out of there, but clearly he couldn't. No. You know, he, he hit Diaz with the kitchen sink. And I thought it, it looked unfair. It was unfair after the first round. It was, it was a completely dominant performance with Connor McGregor. But he did a lot of the tricky shit. He was overcommitting on the left hand. He was throwing hard. Yeah. And been in doing that, he spent all his energy. Yeah. And Diaz came rumbling back, slapped him around with that slap box in a bit, rocked him, got him to the ground, and choked him out. And the arena. Well, Connor felt- took himself to the ground, by the way. Well, yeah, he was. He was tired of getting hit. He shot for the legs in yeah, a desperation he- attempt just to get out of the round and get his air and didn't know how much time was left. And gave Nate his back. He, he was cooked, and, and, and the questions about Connor's ground game are sure to come now. Um, so, so let's just put it out there. Where does Connor McGregor go from here? Well, Connor has to go back to his weight class because he's still a champion. Yep. So now the jumping around, the McGregor show, the McGregor belt, all that's out the window. He had the chance, and that's cool, but McGregor's still a million-dollar pay-per-view draw. He's still a great talker. He's going to have that confidence. He's lost before this. He wasn't an undefeated fighter. Yeah, but this is a different place to lose. Losing when nobody knows you doesn't matter. Losing when the world knows you, big difference. And then now he has to bounce back. Now he gets to go fight another quote-unquote midget. He fights Frankie Edgar. And now he fights Frankie Edgar. Probably he may lose. I mean, if you don't got a gas tank against Frankie Edgar, guess what? You're going to lose. Frankie Edgar beats the Conor McGregor we saw tonight. And you know how I feel about Frankie. He doesn't do it for him. But I ain't going to lie. My eyes aren't going to lie to me. Frankie can go for 50 minutes if you need him to. Yep. Connor gassed after one round. It's a difference. He needs to get back in the gym. He has to cut the weight. He has to be dedicated. And then he can take on Frankie. But here's the problem. UFC 200 is in shambles. Connor's not fighting at UFC 200. Connor bounces back quickly. The weight cut. He just got his ass kicked. He got his ass kicked. Um, he didn't get knocked out. The choke out. He got choked out. He better. got busted up. He's 168 pounds right now, and his ego is hurt. Fighting at 200 is pretty much out of the question. I think they make him bounce back. I think he wants to bounce back. We'll hear him speak here in a second. I think he'll request a fight on that card. I think Frankie Edgar is the guy. Now, Frankie Edgar's licking his chops right now. We saw GSP to tonight. Uh, Ryan McKinnell, friend of the podcast, Yahoo Sports, suggested that you know, GSP Connor would have probably been the fight if Connor would have won. I think GSP was here as their insurance policy. Not for Connor, but in case Connor lost, GSP is going to take Robbie Lawler, who was waiting for Connor. That was it. I, so now GSP yeah. Lawler would be the headline, the return to GSP, Connor McGregor, Frankie Edgar, and then I think you have the rematch between Tate and Holly Holm, the other fight. Well, we'll talk about that in a second. I don't know if GSP is coming back to fight at 200. I, I, I really don't. Um, everything hinged on what Conor McGregor did tonight, and Conor McGregor lost. So that, that leaves Robbie Lawler with no opponent unless, who does he fight, Tyron Woodley? No, he doesn't fight Woodley at all. You know, does he rematch Condit? That being uh, an option if GSP isn't ready to fight. But GSP is here, and GSP hasn't come to anything in two years, and they pulled him out of Canada for a reason. It's not like he was laying in bed in Canada and they were just like, hey, GSP, do you want to come check this fight out? Like he's never been to a UFC event. He's been to enough of these. If he's retired, he didn't have to show up tonight. He came here for a reason. I'm assuming he's going to be at this press conference. He'll take that fight with Robbie Lawler and that will sell. I don't think that's happening. But, you know, you you said John Cena was going to face The Undertaker too. So 
you and that your damn shit was close. <laughs> you and your predictions. But no, I think 200 is in shambles. I mean, just let's be honest about it. They you called booked, it WrestleMania. Early. It's WrestleMania 32. You've lost all your t- all your all your big champs are already fighting. The only person you have left is Robbie Lawler. He could have fought Conor McGregor unless Dos Anjos won't be ready. Broke his foot. So what do you what do you do? You know. You're kind of stuck between the rock and the hard place. I don't think Conor McGregor's ready for 200 either. Yeah, they already announced stuff. You can't move anything around. So it's not like you can put another marquee fight. They put all their other champions on the stage yesterday. So everyone else is booked for something. Remember, remember when uh, Ronda Rousey fought Misha Tate and they already had the, the McMahon pictures up? Mm-hmm. This was very similar to that. And then it just blew up in their face. Yeah, I mean, this is what Dana, you put all your eggs in that basket. And you gamble and you gamble and you gamble. And Connor's done this time and time again. And someone said it earlier. I forgot who it was. But you keep fighting people on 10 days notice. Yeah. You move up two weight classes, 25 pounds, out of the blue. He moved up 20 pounds in 10 days. Yeah. He was preparing to cut down to 155 and in 10 days said, I'll go up 20 pounds. That's not how fighting works. Well, this is what I I said this earlier today. The undoing of Connor McGregor would be his overconfidence. Would be his fact, his his mindset that he can do anything at any time would eventually undo him. I didn't think it happened tonight. I thought it happened probably against Robbie Lawler. When you think you can beat anybody at any time, and you think when Conor came out throwing spinning kicks and burnt himself out with the first round, you're a basically cooked fighter. It's, it's, this is the Adrian Broner thing. This is exactly what Adrian Broner did to himself. The man is still a champion. He holds a belt. That's He's fine. damn near cleared out a weight division. He beat someone who wasn't beaten in the, ten years. The mystique is gone. Mystic Mac has left the building. The mystique, there's no mystery to Conor McGregor like there used to be. So this isn't just a hiccup, is what you're saying. No. This, this can't be a hiccup. He can't come back and be the same Conor McGregor losing. or a better fighter. He's not Mike Tyson. He's not going to come back. Like, he, so he's not GSP. The person no, we saw dominate he's in this GSP. very company. Not GSP. And he took two losses. G, he's not GSP. GSP was, he took a loss early. Two. Early. Yes, Early. Conor didn't take these early. One was, he was, was a champion. I like, got tapped Conor, on the public stage, by the way. Conor McGregor is the biggest star in the UFC and just moved up in weight and lost. And his whole thing is built on confidence. The, the draw is not the same. He spent all his goddamn money. <laughs> like he's He not, did. <laughs> he may not be a million-dollar fighter anymore. He, he'll be a champion. But the ESPN and the GQ covers, like, all of that shit went up in smoke. Losing kills momentum. It's not going to stop him from talking, and a couple of wins will talk. put him right back there. It won't if put him right has... back there. He just lost to Nate Diaz. This is He didn't lose to Dos Anjos, the champion. He didn't lose to a number one contender. He lost to Nate Diaz. That who's hurts. Been, I can't even Who has lost to Benson that. Henderson, who has lost to Josh Thompson. We can run down the names of the people that Nate Diaz lost to. Correct. So it's there's no you can't salvage it and say I lost the my champ. thing, which is why I said Connor was in a win-win situation is because he had a million built-in excuses, and that's why moving up in weight gives you a million built-in excuses. You know who doesn't? Regardless, care about- if he's going to use it, probably not. But the UFC will, and every promo will say so, and they'll say he moved up 25 pounds. He takes any fight. He'll fight anyone on any day. Sometimes when you do that, you lose. He's going to come back down and rule his division. And if he beats Frankie Edgar, if he beats Aldo again, and if he wants to take on. Dos Anjos, or whoever may be the champion, damn near probably Khabib now. He's the happiest person on earth at this point. It might be Khabib. At 155 for the title, a year from now, they'll let him. Here's the problem. Casual fans don't give a shit about you jumping up weight classes. They don't give a shit about what you did before. When you lose, they turn on you. And that's what they're going to do to Conor McGregor. And we- this guy is a built-in heel. 
let them turn. But no, no, and no, as no, long no, no, as he no, 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 knocks it's, more it's people that, out, he'll be fine. It's Adrian Broner. Adrian Broner was must-watch television. Adrian Broner sucks, though. This, this is not the point. He was must-watch television because of his mouth. And because, this is all about momentum with Conor McGregor. Okay, so if Broner would have got watched by Maidana but came back and knocked out Sean Porter in the fourth round, Nobody you're telling me? Would he, he have been been, as, would he have been as big as Adrian Broner as undefeated? Absolutely not. Like, how can you say Mike you Tyson? But you can get back Tyson. to the level. No, you cannot get back to the Mike level. Mike Tyson is a perfect example. He's not the perfect example because Mike Tyson was an anomaly. Mike Tyson was knocking everybody out. And Conor wasn't? No, not, Conor McGregor knocked how many people out in the UFC? Every, everyone besides How one? many? How many? How long was this run? Tyson's run was for several years before he lost. Okay, McGregor the UFC puts everything in a vacuum right now. But it's, a, it's, it's quick, and when, when you lose in a sport where a lot of people don't respect, the casual fans turn on you. You're not going to be on first take. You're not as big of a deal. Ronda Rousey's back to being a bigger deal than Conor McGregor. I think people will want to see how Conor bounces back, and he not is still fans. a champion. Casual fans you will not care as much. You can't I'm, take I'm away. He's you. going to defend his belt. It he doesn't matter. His belt. It doesn't matter. Holly Holm lost her belt tonight. Here, let me, she takes a hit. Let me explain something. Conor's going to be on every poster as the champion. When, when people watch sports, like when people that don't really watch the Super Bowl. Correct. The Broncos and the Seahawks play, right? Or whoever. And the Broncos win. The other team sucks. That's, that's just the mentality of casual if fans. If the other team is good enough, they do not suck. I saw the no, Patriots no, no, no. lose twice I, I, to my I, Giants, I, I, I'm came not back, and you, they never sucked. You're, you're a fan. You're like, you're a real fan. I'm talking about casual fans. The loser sucks. That's Even the, the Patriots? Doesn't matter. The loser sucks. Cam Newton sucks when he lost <laughs> to the Broncos. That, that, that's how casual fans think. We say, well, Cam Newton had this excellent year. But people who don't watch 16 a regular season don't care what he did before that. All they care is what he did at the big dance. Okay, and if you get back to the big dance and win, aren't you back on that level? No. You'll suck until then, but if you get back to the big dance and win, you can redeem yourself. You can be that you big of a star. You will never be as big as you were when you were undefeated. No, no, no. That's, yeah, that's a level so he you can never reach again. So you can't get back to that level if is all a I'm saying. A three-division champion was probably his ceiling. He's never going to no, be that. Once you lose, the luster is knocked off you. The He's not going to be the first billion-dollar UFC fighter. But that's what he was aiming for, and that's what the momentum was. And everything was built towards kind of taking everybody out. He just lost to not even a number one, two, three, or four ranked lightweight. So you're telling me. Dana now stops caving to Conor McGregor. If Conor McGregor yes. walks in tomorrow and say, I was just out of shape, 170 is not for me, I want it, Dos Anjos at 200. No. Give him to me. Conor no longer holds that weight no. with Dana. No. Why would he? I'm just Why asking. would you have the cachet if you've lost? Because yesterday, Dana went publicly and said, it's hard for me to tell Conor no Because he keeps winning. Because he kept winning. So now it's gone. Yes. That... that you can't control shit when you lose. You think Floyd Mayweather be Floyd Mayweather if he lost a fight? God, no. Therein Once lies again, my point. And the, I understand the mouth and everything. You have to back up what you talk. Connor talked all that shit and lost to somebody that casual fans have no fucking clue who he is. Yeah, I mean. And, but and the casual fans would be fed the stupid excuses. They don't care about the excuses. It doesn't matter. Nobody pounds. cared about Adrian Broner's excuses. He got watched by Madonna, Jordan, crying memes on his face, carried out the ring. That's what casual fans remember. Nobody cares that you won, you won in three-way classes before. Being laid out in the middle of a ring Pacquiao's and have Simba trying to wake his ass up, and it didn't matter. This it did. Pacquiao's he never came be- back and had a bigger fight with who? Carried by Mayweather. Exactly. Pacquiao against Bradley's we'll going to do shit because <laughs> Pacquiao is shit. It, that's my point. Once he lost to Marquez, he's not the same. But his draw. skills aren't the same. 
that's my point. You just lost. You're not the world beater that you once were. So you think Connor's skills going back down in weight aren't going to translate? No, no, no. This isn't about skill. This is about marketability. This has nothing to do with how good he is in his weight class. He bit off more than he can chew. He got beat. Fans that don't watch UFC all the time are going to talk so much shit about McGregor, and nobody's going to be running to throw their money to watch Conor McGregor True. fight True. I mean, it's going to take a second, but I think if he has three more fights and then he wants to go after Dos Anjos or whoever at 155, the UFC will put him back in front of the ESPN cameras. They'll put him back in all these interviews, and people will go, oh, I remember Conor McGregor. He got choked out last time. Remember oh, him? he's been knocking people out. Oh, he's actually going to do it this time? Let us watch. Remember Anthony Pettis? I do remember Anthony remember Pettis. Remember when Anthony Pettis, the Showtime kick, and it was on ESPN, and everybody was like, he's the next big thing. Where, where's Anthony Pettis now? Yeah, Anthony Pettis has no ground game. Anthony Pettis is fighting on FS1. Hey, how about Conor McGregor versus Anthony Pettis? Wouldn't mind that. But at, at this point, Conor has to he Isn't has to he fighting on FS1, cachet. too? Yeah, but that's what I'm he's saying. He's not even getting pay-per-views anymore. So let's shift gears. This press conference is going to start. But to go from the biggest star in the UFC to down to an average guy, I just can't believe. It, this, it, this is how these things work. This is just, it's still, it's this, MMA is still not treated as an NBA or an yeah. NFL. It's really, it's still MMA. It's still like a freak show to a lot of people. You yes, know, it's, it is. It's still a growing sport. I don't know who just walked through this press conference, but they just paraded <laughs> probably a row. Ariani was in front. I don't know who else. Ariani's crew. And their crew. Is past dimes. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even know. I can't even explain it. We had to pause the podcast just for this. They walked through wearing the best outfits ever. By the way, Nick Diaz is over here doing interviews right now. Oh, damn. We got to talk uh, to Nick Diaz. I went over there with uh, Jeff Sherwood from Sheridog, and he, Nick asked both of us, like, who'd you bet? Be honest. And I was like, ooh, shit. Yeah, don't. Don't I ask went, me that right now. I was now, like, let Nick. me go get some sun chips. Uh, <laughs> I'm out. So let's shift gears. This press conference should be starting soon. As soon as Connor's ego and Holly's ego get back together. Holly Holm just got choked out by Misha Tate. Who, Correct. A Hail Mary who was who I had down on the scorecards. So Hail did I. Mary. Down maybe two rounds yes. if you didn't give 10-8. A Hail Mary takedown got Holly's back sunk in the choke. And after she had her opportunity in the second, the choke her out and completely missed it. Yep. And she then lost two it. rounds after that. And then it was like, oh, man, she was... For a legit 13 minutes after she had that first choke, she was getting washed. She, she had no, no answers for Holly on the field. None. But she, she got her down. And Holly had no answers for her on the mat. And got choked out. Choked with one out. minute and 30 seconds. What's up. crazy is Holly went like to flip her over her back. Just got worse. And Misha sunk it in tougher. If Holly would have just chilled and tried to let Misha like rock back oh, she and would get have, her on she the ground. She would still choked her out. There was, yeah, Misha had that thing sunk in. That was the Chris Benoit crippled crossface on Triple H <laughs> at WrestleMania. That was that was the Hail Mary of finishes, and Misha was not letting go a second time. Yo, I don't know who tweeted me it, but one of the funniest tweets tonight after Conor lost, they were like, oh, it was Enzo Amore. Uh -huh. And he was like, you talk all that shit, and then you tap? I would have went out like stone cold in a sharpshooter. I was dying. Yeah. Like, my man. That's what I'm talking about. Choke. Holly didn't tap. She Holly didn't like tap. She's she like Lesnar. She went Lesner to sleep. Lesnar taker. She yep. went to sleep. I ain't playing. And she was trying to fight on the way to sleep. You see her hands? She, she threw, like, she two jabs. She could. Bop, bop. So. Just in case. Now, Holly Holm never. Here's my problem with Holly. Holly never took advantage of her being the champion and being the first to beat Ronda Rousey. She, yep. never, she never did enough to be marketable. So now she falls back down the ladder. Right? All the way back down? No, no, no. Like, like four people pass? No, she just falls back to number two. I mean, number one. Because now Misha's champ, Holly will be one, Ronda will be two whenever she decides to return. But now the division's been handed back to Ronda Rousey and can call all the shots. 
but she doesn't want to come back until November. Right. So my point is, is that I think Dana runs it back because it was a close fight. And Holly was ahead. She was two minutes away from keeping her belt. So I think Dana says, run it back at UFC 200. They need to fill out the card anyway. Just having a title fight makes the card look better. Any I, title fight. I just don't know if... if, the, if Three title fights on that card would be great. I just don't know if Holly will be ready for 200. That's the big question mark. But if they are ready, if they're healthy, because they didn't get knocked out, if they just got choked out, like both of them did, it might be the perfect situation to say take you know three weeks off, four weeks off, and let us know so we can have three title fights on this card. So we can have Robbie Lawler, GSP, hypothetically, or someone, for, or Robbie Condit too, and then we can have Connor versus Frankie, and then uh, of course we'd have. The other fight. Um, Pick one. First, Holly <laughs> Holly versus Tate rematch. Or even if they still, once again, if Connor comes in and says, this wasn't my best fight, I was out of shape, and he says, I want Dos Anjos, the fight I was supposed to have, champion versus champion. He doesn't, he doesn't have that cachet. He doesn't have that cachet now. If he does, and Dana still caves and wants to sell do you know what and that salvage his WrestleMania Do you know what that loss to Connor that Dos Anjos would do, a second consecutive loss? You need to go defend your title. Yeah, I think, I think this is what I you agree got, with you that. Gotta go defend your you title. Gotta you gotta go. You gotta defend your title. But, but in case Connor still is Connor, and he comes in and he says, "I want the fight I was supposed to have with RDA," you know, it's it's not a twenty-five pound weight gain. It's only ten. I can keep my quickness. I can train. I don't have to gain all this muscle and be sluggish because the muscle slowed him down. When you're that muscular, it takes a toll on your body. Yeah, but we're spending too much. We talked about Connor. We got a press conference going. Let's talk about Misha and Holly now. They're gonna rematch at two hundred. I don't know if they're going to rematch it 200, but I think... No, they're not waiting until November but, to fight again. No, no, no. Neither of them waiting until November. I'm saying they might fight in, like, August or September. Both of them, though? Maybe. Okay, depending. I'll give you that. You know, we, we don't know when Casagano's coming. Amanda Nunez just won. She did, but that was also a close fight. She didn't look like a world beater. No, she didn't, you know, but the fact is that she still won. So, you know, if Tate doesn't have anybody else to fight, she could fight Amanda Nunez. The problem is, that, like, the division has lost so much luster, and it's become, like, this strange... Like Joe Frazier, George Foreman, Muhammad Ali thing. Like one person could be one person, one person could be the other person. And that's and why we love MMA, though, right? Because it's so unpredictable. Yeah. And that's not why the casual fans love no. it. But yeah, I mean, I agree. UFC 200 is now in scramble yeah. mode. There's ways to save it. There's ways to. It'll never be as big as they thought it was going to be. No, I mean Connor was the guy. Yeah, Connor. Connor they was they hitched the entire guy. wagon to Connor for UFC 200 to make history. Yeah, kind of like they did Brock Lesnar back then, and. Lesnar obviously had a great run yeah. leading up to it. Now you can't even put the only thing that could truly build it up to maybe where it was is having five title fights on the main card. Yeah, but they're all but booked. they're all booked. So, so I mean, here, the problem now is you know Ronda's going to come back in November. Um, maybe Dana calls her and tries to push her to come back sooner. She could fight Holly Holm, but what does Ronda do? Does Ronda come back to try to avenge her loss, or does she go after the champ? What champ, do do? champ, belt, do you? belt first. Man, it's a tough call. Belt first. I, I, I agree. First of all, I agree. I think Ronda should... Especially against someone you've beaten yeah, already. You need to build your Twice. confidence better. Yeah. You have to build your confidence That's better. The be you've been saying a confidence-building fight. She needs a confidence build. This is the perfect situation for Ronda to build confidence. What if Ronda can't beat Misha the second time around? Oh, shit. Third time. Third time. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, then she's really washed. There's, there's, but once again, if Misha's stand-up is what it looked like tonight, which was average still... Yeah, Ronda's stand-up is average, and Misha won on the ground. And she doesn't have the advantage over Ronda on the ground. I don't care how well, washed Ronda looked last time. Yeah, I know. My, just, just my concern is that Ronda is, is confidence. 
once your confidence is shattered, you're not the same fight. And Misha's confidence is through. Right. And Misha has done what accomplished what she's set out to accomplish for so long. I, and I'm happy, to be honest, I'm very happy for Misha. Definitely. Today. I she's see how hard she works. And yeah. she's here in Vegas and everything. She's, she's a, deserved this. She's a great person. Like, I've interviewed her. I interviewed her to cover Ultimate MMA years ago. She's a great person. I'm glad she get, has the opportunity. But now the division is lacking the, the superstar. Mm-hmm. And there's nobody there to fill the void. Now, well, like, the superstar is chilling in the background, like Batman. Yeah, I mean, the when superstar he disappears lost. every now and then. It's like, just the same with McGregor. You're lacking your superstar power going in the UFC 200. Like, you had... How well, they're, they're going to pull the Triple H move. They're going to bring back the old champion to save the card. I don't know if he's even been tra- if he's training and ready. His ass better get ready. So, Diaz had 10 days. You, you got longer than that. Yeah, you better but, get I ready. Mean, Diaz has fought recently. Like, GSP hasn't fought in how long? Yeah, I don't know. And he looks big, way bigger. So, to cut down to that weight so, is so, going to be a commitment. So, the... Basically, everything's gone up in smoke tonight. Uh, we're we're going to end up talking about this more when we do the actual podcast. They might give us a fluff week. piece. Diaz. Silva. What? I'm t- I mean, not Diaz Silva. Um, GSP Silva. Just, you know, go go for the gusto. I don't know what they're going to do. They're going to have to figure something out. But it, it's an incredible night of fights. I mean, the, the, actually, to be honest, it's not an incredible night of fights. Those fights are pretty shitty. Yeah. The it's a surprising. The yeah. unbelievably, the way these, these two things ended. Couldn't have imagined it. Rising stars fall fast, and that's exactly what happened with Conor and Holly tonight. They were both on that wave to making tons of money. I don't know how much Conor has spent, what he has left, but back to the drawing board for everybody. Yeah, tonight. man. It was a great, uh, great impromptu show. Yeah. I'm sure our show on Wednesday is going to be crazy because yeah. we'll try to get guests and people to call in, and everyone has an opinion on this and wants to talk shit about Conor. So we'll invite some of you know the friends on the podcast on to talk and just – Give us their opinion on where Connor goes from here. Yeah. And I know the hate's going to be strong. The hate's going to be strong. No, this when you is talk that take. much, you fall You fall far. We'll have a better idea of where things are settling in. I'm sure Dana's going to get ransacked with questions tonight about what's next. He has no yeah. idea. I feel bad for Dana. And definitely after the press conference, we'll have a yeah, lot more answers. We'll have a little bit more clarity. And then we'll talk about it on, you know, this coming Wednesday. Figure it out. But right now, holy shit crazy so thank you guys for requesting this podcast everyone who told us to do it on twitter uh that's why we sat down and we made this happen it's because of you guys you wanted the podcast we deliver just that fast check us out on wednesday like usual uh we'll be at las vegas fight shop in the planet hollywood if you're in vegas come say what's up to us you guys are always welcome follow us on all our social media you guys know that by now till wednesday we're out